welcome into another edition of Unlocking the Vault. We are live. It's going live. Today. Live. We are. It is two hours after Nebraska knocked off Penn State to clinch the four seed. Guess that's fourth Four. in the Big Ten. A Yo. double bye. Not double one bye. bye. Two byes. Two byes. We're playing Friday at 1.30-ish. 1.30 Against the winner of the Michigan and Iowa. It's going to be Michigan, Iowa, Illinois. Uh, we're fired up right now. We're ready, we man. We are fired That's up. Fun. One of the best atmospheres I've been in at Pinnacle Bank Arena since it opened. It's, it was. It seemed like it. It was so much fun. It was. Uh, Did people stand the whole time? Or no, people, it wasn't No Sit Sunday. They what, didn't stand the whole they time. They didn't declare it a No nope, Sit Sunday. Nope. And fans reacted accordingly. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they were active the whole game. Uh, my voice is scratchy. You can probably hear that. I hope it lasts to the end of this podcast. Uh, I make no promises, no guarantees. But. Uh, yeah, fans were fans were loud and active and uh, really fired up for this game, and the team played like it too, right? You could from the from the jump they uh, especially they, uh, <clears throat> yeah from the beginning it's kind of weird we changed our starting lineup. Well, it's senior day. Senior day, I did not totally agree <laughs> with it, yeah. um, but I it was interesting. So he started Evan, and then and Doobie started as well, obviously. And then the second half, Doobie wasn't out there, but Evan still was. So I'm not sure if that was he was starting Evan because of senior day, yeah. or I, I I wonder if they asked him, or if he was starting him because like Tony Carr presents kind of a really tough matchup for Glenn because he's one he's he's too big for Glenn, right? And for Anton, he's a little too quick to get he can get around Anton. He's not. Anton's not as laterally as quick as he is. So, and Evan Evan's like obviously our probably best defender. So I, I don't know if it like if it was for senior day, it might have been. Speculatively, my thought is probably it was for probably for senior day. That, yeah, that and and then it turns out yeah, I thought Evan played really well in the first half. No, and Evan, then that Evan. gave just made it a really easy decision to say, all right, kid, go do your thing again for the second half. Close it out. Let's bring this baby home. Evan um, had one of his best games. He just yeah. now he just gets to focus on playing defense. Yeah, and he's super active with his hands and he doesn't need to look for a shot. Like he does not honestly, he doesn't ever need to look for a shot on yep. offense. So yeah, so it was a great day at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Um, I will say, unfortunately, that um, for the first time in unlocking the vault history, the Huskers lost a game. Oh yeah, we got to go back to we that. Gotta, we don't have to go back. We're just gonna mention it happened. It happened. I wasn't surprised by. <laughs> no, it I wasn't all. super surprised I, either, but. It happened. This is exactly the same thing that happened to him three years ago. They yep. lost to Illinois yep. kind of late in the season. And then, one, we just, like, our legs were not under us. <laughs> our guys, everything was short. Mm-hmm. You kind of saw it coming. And you knew it was going to be a tough game. Mm-hmm. And Illinois was just super feisty. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and they were also hitting a bunch of ridiculous oh shots in the first half. Yeah. And it's like, for some reason, every time there's senior day, I just assume like magical things happen for the home team. <laughs> and they did for Illinois. And they did for us tonight. So that's really all we need to say about Illinois as far as I'm concerned. Uh, yeah. It happened. Uh, you know, it was a lot to ask for a team to go 9-0 and down the stretch. They dropped one. Eh, okay, it happens. Um, I don't think it's going to make or break where... Uh, the Huskers end up ultimately. Uh, I could be wrong about that. I was going to say, it did drop us. So it did, well, of did, course it's going to drop us. It's not going to make it easier. It did go from first four out, at the top of first four out, to next four out. Yep. Um, but we'll get into that later. But obviously we just uh, talked about these games so far. Yep. So the Huskers, uh, two days after dropping uh, a six – uh, Six-point loss to Illinois. They came home to face Indiana uh, on Tuesday, and they 
I responded well. I was a little worried um, just because of the quick turnaround, although they've handled those quick turnarounds well yeah, all year. Yeah, they're like 7-0 uh, and <laughs> oh, or like 8. There's like some stat. Like they haven't lost on a one-day nope. <laughs> turnover. So, Tim. So hopefully that bodes uh, well for the Big Ten tournament. Right, hopefully. Uh, I guess the less practice we need is better. Uh, there you go. But just that, go play, that, boys. That was a really tough game, though, too. Yeah. Indiana's got some bulls, especially with uh, Morgan down low. Anytime yep. a, a team has a – like an average <laughs> big like Morgan's obviously a good player so anytime like, a team has an average big or an above average big they always torch us obviously every single guy seems to have like a record day against us like Derek Pardon from Northwestern right. has like his best, best two games in college <laughs> have been against Nebraska yep. and then uh, Robert Johnson Yep. That kid is a he is he's a, a baller. He's a three and D player, can play both sides. He guarded Palmer really well. Yeah. Uh, obviously Palmer gets going second half a little bit, but there was no uh, easy buckets for Palmer in that game. Right. Uh, going to the hoop, they were swarming him like crazy. This is the first time I've looked at the box score since the Indiana game. So sorry. So obviously I spent a ton, ton of time researching this. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we looking were... at the box score, Indiana had three guys in double figures that had. Johnson, Johnson, Morgan, uh, Morgan at thirteen, and Smith at uh, sixteen. So Johnson and, and oh, Smith yeah, yeah. both had sixteen, and Morgan had thirteen. And they only had twelve players from the rest of the team, or t- twelve points from the rest of their from the rest of their lineup. So um, the Huskers really did a good job of limiting uh, anybody else outside of that. It's one of those deals: you shut down the big guy and you let everybody else beat you, or you. Just right. Just let, let somebody else be. It's their point guard. He had six turnovers, which yep. is inexcusable from any position, but yep. especially their point, who plays, who has the ball most of the time. They turned the ball over nineteen times. Yeah, they was That's, it was up there. And there was a lot of them that were unforced. I was gonna say a lot of them were like our defense is pretty uh, aggressive now, much more extended, but a lot of them were just self-inflicted ones. Yeah. And I think Archie talked about that. He did. Yeah. Um, we're not gonna mention his brother, who yeah. apparently is paying. DeAndre Ayton, $100,000 a year, which is, seems like a pretty good deal for I a mean, guy who's top five. So that's a steal for them. For sure. For, them. for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, fortunately, um, he was not involved in this game. So, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, just looking at things here. The, I mean, the Huskers did what they do. They clamped down on defense, and they really shut yeah. down Indiana the whole game. Clamp um, down on defense. That's not really usually a Nebraska thing. Well, <laughs> it ha- it you know, been, in the years been. in the years they've gone against the NCAA tournament, it has been. Right, right. So, the two um, times. So, well, hey, well. Hopefully, hopefully it's due time. Hopefully. I just assumed something there. That wow. Was, oh, that was. All right. Uh, breaking breaking news. That. That was breaking news. Joe says the Huskers <laughs> are going to the tournament. Actually, I kind of broke that news. I, I'm, I, whatever. We've been talking about it for a while but <laughs> yep um and so we saw again a, a balanced effort from the huskers against indiana copeland roby palmer the the trio there um led the way um it looks like roby again fell a, a rebound short of a double double and uh yeah it was a, another solid effort all the way around from the huskers against indiana to get back on the winning ways after Dropping that game to Illinois, uh, and then they come home. Everybody's like, "Is it going to be no suit Sunday?" No, so no suit Sunday too. Uh, it wasn't, it was but uh, the crowd was awesome. They were really great today. That's um, good. Uh, just really, it was. My opinion, it was the third best crowd in PBA history. Wow! So behind behind uh, no, behind no suit Sunday, the original yep. no suit Sunday, and mm-hmm. then I thought the KU game. KU game was probably in December was, was the best. 
one Good. this year. See, so. people that like our fans, they, they get up. Oh yeah, when they, it's a big game. Like, usually they don't get up too much. Husker fans want a winner, man. And when they can smell it, they smell blood in the water. They they will clamp down and, and they showed up and they showed up big time today. And um, Penn, Penn definitely. It was funny. I honestly thought going into that game that we were going to be extremely tight early. Yeah. I thought our, the moment was going to get the better of us by far. And I thought Penn was going to play much more loose. But it was the complete opposite. Yep. I was really, I was like, honestly, really shocked by that. They were turning the ball over, like, uncannily. Like, it was really strange. The A lot of the just, they, like, once again, they were just self-inflicted. Yep. By Penn. Like, sometimes they're just pushing the ball up the floor. Uh, making a bunch of these kind of risky skip passes, um, uh, and their shots weren't falling at all. Besides Tony Carr, right? Also, it is important that to know that Mike Watkins did not play, which I think the game would have been totally different. Oh yeah, no question. Um, uh, I mean, he terrorized. He's terrorized the Huskers whenever that uh, they have played against him. Uh, he had a huge game back in uh, January and last year in the Big Ten tournament. He he just lit the Huskers up. And so that, that was a huge factor in the game. No, um, I, definitely. And Josh Reeves uh, playing this game was a big factor. He yeah. had a bunch of steals. He like, They needed to run more action away from him because he is just a ball hawk. Yep. And obviously in that in the little press, which is something we still don't know how to beat consistently. <laughs> we look like a fifth-grade team sometimes. Yeah. Uh, he was able to get his hands on a bunch of them. But hopefully, hopefully teams don't press us too much going forward. But... Uh, he was definitely a factor, and Jordy Chimichanga, which is what uh, some people I know call him, Chimichanga, which I think is good. Uh, he actually played well, besides yep. his Bosch dunk, which yeah. wasn't surprised, but he actually gave him good mints. Uh, he was much more under control, mm-hmm. which is something I don't see out of him. Mm-hmm. He didn't rush his shots. He understood the situation. He posted up. Uh, he has his head up. He's seen where the def- like his, the off ball defenders are, and he's able to go to work. And so it's like when the game just slows down for someone, it gets so much easier. And you've seen that in him today, and you saw you've seen it in like Evan. Yeah. The game's totally slowed down for them both. Yep. So and Anton, Anton got his shot to fall a little bit today. Yeah, it was great to see him uh, hit some shots today, especially on senior night and the last time he'll play a home game at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. So, um, Just there in the NIT. Gosh. That would be a disappointment. <laughs> I'm not going Super disappointed. to those. I do but not want to play again, that. Again, we got uh, at least we got a little bit to go before we have to cross that bridge. So right. hopefully uh, the Huskers will reel off a couple games here in New York and um, and not have that be part of the conversation. So, Joe, you were tweeting during the game. I was all did over, Did a lot man. of tweeting. Tons of tweeting. I so, was probably averaging two or three tweets every four minutes of game time. Yeah. And then I had to slow it down. I was just going – I was getting out of hand a little bit. So I did, <laughs> I did. But I had a lot of thoughts. I have a ton of thoughts during the game of what we're doing personnel-wise and strategy-wise and who's or, playing well, well. What were some of the big things that stood out, stood out to you? Uh, while you're watching that game, I used to hit up on it a little bit, but what are some of those things that well, think, you saw that we were doing that caused Penn State some trouble? Well, one first half, obviously, it's like you always know your best players are going to be there at the end of the game, so it's not very important to get Palmer going. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. not we don't need to get him going early on because we know he'll be there at the end. Um, so, so getting like shots for Anton. And getting looks for Jordy, like that's huge. It opens up our role players, and now it gives them one more thing to defend. And then it's like at the end, you can go to Palmer. But yeah. if you're going to him throughout the game, defenses are going to adjust. Like 
<laughs> the coaches, they're not stupid. Like they're you're not just gonna let the same thing happen over and over and over again. So getting other guys going early totally just helps because it, it opens everything up. So like that was a big thing, um, especially. Uh, to like, because Palmer didn't have his best game. Palmer was not hitting. It. I don't think he hit one. I don't know if he hit one outside shot tonight. I don't think so. Um, he had the obviously the great dunk, but he did not have much uh, outside. And then also Isaac Copeland, who's probably like our most consistent guy in the first half. Yeah, doesn't do a lot of damage in the second half, but he's super integral in the mm. first half to get us going. I think he scored the first what seven, eight points. Yeah, uh, he had, he, yeah, he had double double. He was a monster on the boards today. No, oh, he is. He's so active, and when he's active, it, like it really opens up his shot too. Because uh, like his mid range is very lethal. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, even though we're, I, don't, I, I don't know if I should call mid range game lethal, but he's he's very good at it. Yeah, and absolutely. you don't have to run a lot of action for it. These are just simple uh, down screens, and you can just catch it on the elbow and rise up and hit. That's huge, especially to start a game to get things going. Well, I mean, that was the most. Important emphatic start to a game that you can have especially in that <laughs> situation dunk. i mean that yeah. dunk lip i mean that place exploded when it went crazy it went, yeah it was nuts i was excited and then he just slammed it home like, yeah all right yep. ready to play absolutely that was great copeland yeah copeland was a, a monster game today um so that was really good to see uh he's played well down the stretch i think um no. that's been pivotal to no he's been great it's it's crazy that they weren't going to have him um, yeah. until the second half. Like, now, I didn't even totally know a ton about him beforehand. But now, seeing what we do have in him, it's <laughs> uh, we would not be as good without him. No question. Like, we probably would have dropped a few more games yep. the first part of the season without him. So, having him and getting Roby into more action. I would, like, Roby just needs <clears throat> to be a part of just about every single pick and pop. Yeah. Or pick and roll as well. Because he, he's just... He knows it, and I think he's starting to figure it out as well. Like the game is even slowing down for him as well, because he is such a problem to guard. Because he the only like the where he gets the ball is right at the top of the key, and when he can hit that three, that opens everything up. Because now he can drive by two and kick out. Yeah. And we can go five out with him at the five. Yeah. So. Roby had seven rebounds today. Five of them were on the offensive end. Oh yeah, he's starting to do that little just slap the ball out, tip yep. it out. Like he's done that last two games. Yeah. And it, it's great. It provides another possession for us. So. Yep. Um, he's been great. One thing that I'm a little bit concerned about is free throw shooting has dipped a little bit the last couple games. Yeah, Palmer. Palmer's missed a few. Yeah, he, he, he's he been one like, from three at the line today. He's been hit or miss. It's interesting. Like he was off, or he was not very consistent early in the season, and then he got very consistent, and now he's starting to uh, slip a little bit. I still believe he'll hit him. Oh like, yeah, Glenn. Glenn's probably our best free throw shooter. I don't think Glenn missed. I don't know if he missed any today. Uh, Glenn was three for three. Yep. So I thought he hit them all today. And, and they started two from six from the line and finished yikes. Four, sixteen of twenty three for the game. So after that, they were uh, do a little quick math: fourteen of seventeen. So that's good. If you can hit at that rate, I think that's good. No, so, that's a pretty um, good percentage. Probably like what upwards of eighty. Yeah, probably. I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't guess we're not doing math right now. But right. That's pretty good. Sorry obviously. about that. Um, <laughs> Sorry, we don't have the statistics. Right. Exactly for you. Another thing that I r- was really encouraged by. Um, in the first half, they attempted twenty. Or I'm sorry, thirty-two field goal attempts. Wow. Only only four of those were from three. 
Um, you know, and with Watts, with huh. Watkins missing I from was the just middle, say, Watkins they they, out. they just attacked the rim like it was blood in the water. No, and they, they they were looking to go. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't think they would have. It was like right or like early right on. Away. First I, know, I don't know if you heard my snap. I don't know why I snapped, <laughs> but they were attacking the hit, and I tweeted that. I said Watkins being out is obviously giving our guys a boost of confidence that they know that there's no one here yeah. to contest this. Right. Like they, uh, they had they had a guy there, but he's not. <laughs> as effective as Watkins is. And right. so, like, we looked great, but I think it's important to remember, like, this, this, I think the game would have been a lot. I think we still would have won, but I think the game would have been much different with Watkins because he would have slowed the game down. They would have, like, they had no post presence at right. all. None. So they're just out on the wing the whole game. We're out on the perimeter most of the time. And with Roby and Copeland in, you can just switch a lot of that action out there on top. So they had no post-game presence. It's like... Opposite, it's like literally opposite what Maryland did. Maryland just mm. threw it into Bruno Fernando yep. like the whole game, which is like my opinion the smartest way to play in Nebraska. Absolutely. Throw it in there, pound it, make us go deep into our bench, make us go into Borkhart at some point. Like, he hasn't played in a while. I know, but <laughs> that's what you want to do is because like we need to play Roby and Copeland just like just about the whole game. Yep, and Jordy in there a little bit, so. It was, you know, without Watkins, it was a different game. But I still think we would have won, obviously. But um, Yeah, I mean, it would have been a tight game, though. And then, um, yeah, and then Carr gets going. Yep. Gosh, that kid's good. He's good. I, I think he's a good basketball I, player. I love his Let, game. Lead, lead the conference in scoring. Yeah, they said that. He's probably around, like, 20 points. I, I thought it was like, I thought Keita Bates was number one. But I guess they were probably right because Tony's played, played great the last two games. Yeah, let's look it up here. But, yeah, so, I mean, he had 27 today, so that number's not going down. No, it's going um, straight up. Yeah, he's, also, he's a good basketball player. No, we also threw in a little zone in there because yep. I think he was giving us problems. And it's like, I tweeted this as well. Like, you can be in the right spot at the right time, even in a zone. But if a guy's just hot... Like he was just he was hitting a few. Um, it was obviously it kind of stinks for him because he was like their only. They had open shots too. Like yeah. they just weren't hitting them yep. consistently. Like we had like, there were opportunities from three that they had and they just missed them. They yeah. playing just playing on missing them. Like they had uh, uh what's his name Chef Gardner. Oh, what's his name? Yep. Is that his name? Yep. Gardner. He had like a few <clears throat> step in threes and Tim's like waving his hands like crazy because how can you just step like. How can we uh, let them get a step in three pointer? That should never happen. But they just missed a few, so we'll just credit that to the PBA crowd. No question about it. <laughs> well well done, well that. done, fans. <laughs> well done. Um, yeah, Carter, uh, Tony Carr leads the conference with uh, nineteen point six points per game. Yeah, uh, Bates Diop is second at nineteen point two. So. Yeah, then they will both be first team. Yeah, I would think. I, I would especially so. Kiedebates. He'll definitely be first team, and I, I would. Problem for Tony Carr is that um, he's he's got some competition there. Well, he got competition, but also uh, Penn State's going to finish what seventh or eighth in the conference. Right. And he's as had, much as that shouldn't matter, that stuff does. Yeah, he's been so, great though. Him and like Carson Edwards will be. Yeah, I would put all three of those guys on my right on my first there. team. And hopefully JPJ. He's fifth in the conference in scoring. So if that's yeah. se- those are the sexy stats. So you know that'll probably mean he's on the. It would and be, then you put Ethan Haps fourth. So that's I mean that's oh, pretty man. pretty that's pretty top. solid five right there. That is. Notice who was not mentioned. Bridges from Michigan oh, State. Oh gosh, <laughs> that's okay. Someone's gonna have to be left off. Yeah, could be our guy. Yeah, oh. It probably will be. Yeah, I, yeah. I but you know what? But who cares? Who cares? It's a, it was, you know, uses motivation. Absolutely. Everyone's overlooked us. Hopefully that gets announced before the Big Ten tournament oh, starts. Oh, that'd be great. You know, it's just it's silly because I look at our record: thirteen conference wins, 
13 conference wins. Any other year in the Big Ten, you go, oh, automatic, probably <laughs> top forcing the NCAA tournament. This year, eh, I don't know. I don't know, Nebraska. Looking you, strongly at the play-in game. <laughs> <we> <laughs> st- I don't even know. You might have to win the Big Ten tournament. And you know what? Even no. then, we're going to make uh, an exception, and we're going to send you the NIT. I don't know. If our name was Wisconsin, if our name was Maryland, if our name was Iowa even, I don't think we'd be having this discussion. Jim Delaney said this week that he uh, will never do the, do the scheduling again. Well, it was, it was ridiculous this year, especially Nebraska. It makes no sense. There's no consistency in it. Right. Four games in eight days and then six games in 21 days. I don't. I don't get that, but I don't know why they. I don't know why and, they did that. Yeah, so the, the Big Ten is playing their conference tournament at the same time that all the other mid majors are playing That's their weird. conference tournaments, and naturally, this is the year that the Big Ten looks like a mid major. So that is. I wonder. So, wow, they must have known something. I guess. I, I guess. No, it's just so ridiculous because it looks like one. We should get five Big Ten teams. Yep. If you at think, least. You know who I'm talking about getting the fifth spot. And then I look at it, it's like ACC, 10. They're throwing 10 teams in yeah. there. Like, I'm pretty sure the whole Big Big 12 is in. Yeah, right? That's just what bothers me is that like we have so many chances at bad losses, but all these other teams, it's like, oh, you know, TCU played Baylor. Yep. Wow, good team, so doesn't drop them at all. Right. I, um, it, I, was really, it was really a bummer that um, we didn't get to play Michigan State or Penn State or Ohio State a second time or to play them here. Honestly, um, yeah, yeah. At Purdue, not Penn State. I'm sorry. Um, like, so obviously, we did play Penn State. Yeah, twice. we just played them. Right. Uh, we just got done playing. We just were there. Uh, but yeah, well, I, I was there. You weren't. Yeah, there. I was not there. But it would have been cool to play. I don't know, like Michigan State. We just match up horribly against because they're so yeah. so big. But I, I'll give ourselves a chance versus really anybody in the conference. Yeah, no, I like uh, I like our team. I just would rather not play them. But I'd like us to play Purdue again. Yeah. But we might. You know, we very well could. Uh, it would be in the finals if we play them. That'd be bring cool. It. Uh, you know, I don't really care who it is. If we get to the finals, bring it. Oh, bring I, it. that'd just be like a cherry on top from <laughs> right. there. But we'd be in the tournament for sure. We've got at least two games to go before we get there. Uh, up next is Michigan. Uh, Friday afternoon, one thirty ish Central Time on probably your Michigan. Probably Michigan. I don't want to presume that Illinois or Iowa will uh, will advance out of there, but. I think Michigan steamrolls either one of those teams. Um, that's that's not going to be an easy matchup for nope. us. Michigan's playing really good ball. Yep. And when we played them, they were in that stretch of four games in eight days like we were. Yep. Um, so we caught them at a good time. Yep. I'm not going to excuse what we did to them. Absolutely but not. it's still important to know that they were just playing a bunch of games. They didn't play their best game. We played, we played great. Yep, probably um, our best game of the year. And... They just they just beat Penn State, and they're they put up. I'm trying. They put up a big number on some. Oh, Maryland. They just got up on Maryland. I think yesterday by yeah. thirty in the first half. Thirty. In Mar- at Maryland. Uh, yeah. So that on game was over. That game was over in the second half. Like game just like dragged on for so long. I think they should just do a running clock or call it at that point because yep. that was just ridiculous. So they're, they're playing good ball, which is scary um, <laughs> right now. But honestly, matchup-wise, like we just match up really well yeah. against them. They don't – they're not big rebounding team. Uh, Bogner has a tough time guarding Roby at the top of the key. So – 
I mean, if we're looking for positives, even though Michigan's playing really well, we're also playing well, and we also match up really well against them. But I do think it's hard to beat the same team twice. No question. I, I still think that. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a tough matchup. Um, and, you know, Michigan, it seems like every year just is ready to go when you get to the postseason. And it looks like that's going to be the case again. Yeah, so, didn't they win it last year, the Big Ten They tournament? did, yeah. They skidded their plane, skidded off a run. The yeah, runway, the plane and they, thing. They played in their practice jerseys. And they just shredded through the whole conference tournament. So, um, you know, they're playing hard and they're playing hungry. They which are. Which is a classic beeline team right now so the Huskers are gonna have to bring it if they're gonna if they're gonna beat Michigan on Friday um, and it's a it's a massive game for the Huskers um, uh, yeah the season hangs in the balance for that yeah. game literally that's that's everything and so the question for me is gonna be can the Huskers bring the intensity and the effort you saw today against Penn State uh, to Madison Square Garden in Michigan in that Michigan game because uh, if they can they'll be right there with Michigan the whole way um, yeah. And probably will win that game if they play like they did tonight. But they haven't really consistently brought that energy away from Pinnacle Bank Arena all year. So that's going to be a real challenge for this squad. Yeah, I don't like the... I just feel like there's something weird with us playing at New York on such a big stage. I worry about us just playing kind of out of character. I hope not, but that's my big fear is that we just because that was like my biggest fear when we got the NCAA tournament we got there and we just we just you know you you give an excuse because like we were just like that Cinderella regular season team and like you weren't expecting them to do anything but I I still want our guys to play like we've been playing I hope we just don't get there and just miss every shot or take bad shots our defense is you know out of source and out of rotations I'd hope I hope they don't. I hope we don't do that. I hope we still play like we've been playing. It's hard to carry that, you know, yeah. especially doing neutral court. But like, they're gonna have to because I think our guys understand the situation that we're not safe right now. <laughs> they said all the right things after the game today. You know, they're going down there to cut the nets down. They're gonna go and you know try and uh, win the tournament, which is you know what you have to say. Um, and so hopefully that is more than just lip service and they are able to go and block out all the noise and focus on basketball and uh, have a party back here in Lincoln this time Sunday evening. Um, that'd be a lot of fun. It's like, yeah, Michigan's good, but don't remember or like remember that we're the four seed. Right. We have two buys. Like we have two buys. They're playing a game before. So we're going to have advantages and just us, one, matching up with them really well. And two, they're going to be playing a game 24 hours before that yep so, so hopefully, you, hopefully that game goes to like four overtimes so. uh, you won't see me complain <laughs> so yeah i mean the hope is that you that illinois or iowa pushes michigan to the break and both of those teams are fully capable of doing that um but, yeah well, i don't know if i'd say both of them at least i think illinois could, i think would, illinois could push can michigan um, yeah, i'm not sure i trust iowa to to be competitive in that game but um and I think uh, I think for our sake, as much as you know, we want the path of least resistance. I think we need. I think for I think it'll help our tournament for us to get another quad one win. Oh, absolutely! So I think we need Michigan to win. I I don't know who. I guess like I think we need them to win so we can play them because yep. I think that'll give us our second quad 
one win if we beat them. Absolutely. So, yeah, a lot riding on that game. Um, I will be a nervous wreck. Yeah, I'm that'll sure. be, that'll be all. And it's like during the day. So it's kind of weird. It's like Thursday, Michigan plays whoever they're going to play, like a 1.30. Yeah. Which is like, <laughs> that's just, I don't know. That's just not. So the bars will be full. Lots of people will be taking late lunches on Friday. Yeah, I'll, and, uh, yeah I'll, find, I'll need to find a way to get off work Friday. I will be among them. So <laughs> I think I'm going to be sick. I think it's uh, uh, yeah. coming down. My boss and I have had this conversation like every year. We just say, hey, I'll, when Nebraska was playing, I'm going to be there. He's like, cool. Um, right, that's good. So he's probably be watching with me, actually. So, uh, yeah, should be fun. Um, yeah. Uh, and as we look to maybe wrap up here, uh, you have any other thoughts? Um, um, we can do a quick little bubble. Oh, we yeah. Talk about the bubble, bubble action. Because, uh, so... If you are on ESPN and you've been checking the bracketology, so Lenardi's been updating that thing every three days. Yep. Um, so right now we're in the next four out. So ahead of us, do you have it right now? I'm getting there. Hold so ahead of here. us is Penn State. So we will so that one inevitably pass out. them. Washington, who won yesterday against Cal, but they lost, I think, earlier in the week, and it hasn't been updated since then. And UCLA is ahead, who have now today. dropped twice since that update. So they're going to definitely drop because they lost to Utah, and then they just lost to Colorado. And then, uh, do you have? I, right, I, I, my internet is is taking. I'm struggling. Time. I'm struggling to think of the next team up there, but I do know Syri- uh, Syracuse has been one of the teams in the last four in, and they've lost twice since. So they should be dropping. Um, literally every so. When we were the next four out, that was put in there immediately after the Illinois game. Yep. So that I don't think that has been updated since our Indiana win, and it certainly hasn't been updated since our latest win against Penn State. So it right. should be – I think we should be like one team away or two teams. I'm hoping. That's yeah, optimistic has, thinking. But. Yeah, so obviously he hasn't updated it in the last hour or so since the game ended. But, uh, yeah, so UCLA, Texas, Washington, and Penn State were the first four out. Oh, Tex- oh dang, Texas. Texas has lost. They, they won uh, Saturday, but they lost earlier in the week. Uh, I forget to who, but they did lose. Okay. So, I mean, like everybody in front of us kind of lost at some point. So... Uh, I mean, it helps, especially UCLA losing. USC has been winning, which kind of stinks. Yeah, like, and UCLA and USC have a big matchup this week. Yeah, they're they're so, the uh, they. When, do you know when they play? Um, hold on, my. This is how much research we do. Yeah, we are totally like uh, we have we everything are on top of things. I literally show up. Uh, so <laughs> Texas do it. lost at Kansas State. Yes. Uh, earlier this week, and then they they won at. They won they yesterday. Oklahoma or, State. And yes. then they play. Oh, that was at the buzzer. That was like last yep. second. I was following that, and I was so happy that Oki State was going to steal one. And then they close with Kansas and West Virginia. Oh, good. Texas does? Yes. Oh, so good. So Kansas, they play at Kansas on Monday, and then they close the year um, at home versus West Virginia. So that's a big game. You cheer for the uh, Mountaineers there. Folks. Yeah, so all you like, it's weird. Now, at the end of the year, you start to root for teams you never would think about. But now right. it's like this Pac 12 game at 9 30 at night kind of matters, right. which is really weird. But Colorado beating UCLA, that that actually helps us a lot. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's weird because I don't. Pulling up UCLA schedule here. They, I think they just play USC. I think that's their final game. I think. Uh, that would make sense. I don't know who Washington has left, but. Pulling that up too. I'm going to, well. 
No, no. It's, okay, let's see here. It's all, uh, it's all so fun. They, oh, gosh. Washington has lost four out of their last six and then closed with home games versus uh, Oregon State and Oregon. Oregon's good. Mm-hmm. So hopefully... I don't think I don't know I don't think Oregon State's very good but I I watched Oregon Oregon's a pretty well coached yeah UCLA's lost two in a row Bill Bill Walton does all their games play at USC on wow they have a week off before that game I don't know why Bill Walton is still employed by ESPN I love Bill Walton what you what he he is he is horrible I I this. (laughs) Cackle through all of the games when he play when he's on the call. He he was there was one game he was in the NBA thing where they cross over right, and he was talking and Doris Burke made a comment about Kevin Durant's handles because it's like point guard skills and Bill Walton went on this rant about how he's Steve Jobs and he's the next innovator and. And it made no, no sense. He went on this tangent for like 30 seconds. And then Dave Posh comes in and has to <laughs> has to like somehow bring it back to the game. Because Bill was talking about Steve Jobs out of nowhere. But I think it's just like ESPN just goes, yeah, that's just Bill. That's just Bill. <laughs> so we I just think, let I, him do whatever. I think he's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> but that's okay. I don't um, think he knows anything. I think he just watches UCLA, and so he just does all their games. They, they just let him. Pac-10 is the Conference of Champions. <laughs> conference of Champions, man. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, Leonardo, let's go to Bracket Matrix. Let's see what they have to say. Um uh, they, as they, if I can type, maybe that would help. Back there we go. Okay, so bracket matrix and holy smokes, internet is just. This is scintillating podcast, folks. Um, <laughs> it is. It's coming to you live. Coming, hey, coming, at least you get the real stuff. You're right. not getting some scripted, um, you know, unoriginal. We're 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 just you know winging it right. on our phones, watching TV while we're doing this. Right. But hey, we know what we're talking about. I think. I think. <laughs> so. Well, whether we do or not, I'm. I'm. Enjoy, <laughs> I have, I'm enjoying the conversation. So. I love. It, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, my internet is like it's not doing its thing. So we'll just assume that. What were we talking? Oh, bracket matrix. There we go. Oh come on. I think I'm asking it to do way too many things right now. So USC, um, Louisville. Uh, Louisville had a big win the other day, I believe. Um, I think they lost to Duke, but they also, um, they might have beat somebody, but I think they lost to Duke, and I know Syracuse, Syracuse lost to North Carolina, and then they lost to Duke, so they're losing to good teams, but they're still losses. But they're still losing. So they're not um, gaining, and then they end with Clemson, who is somehow ranked, and all I think about with Clemson is Dabo Sweeney, and not their basketball program. Sure. But they're there. So... uh, just want to wrap it finish it up joe all right thank you for listening subscribe on itunes once again twitter where are we at on twitter twitter unlocking i think it's just unlocking vault unlocking vault so there's not a the in there but know that it really is there it's just not there because someone someone before us came before us no what happened was that uh it didn't have enough room for all of the. It was, oh, really? I was typed out unlocking the vault and it started with stopped at the L. So I'm just like, well. Oh, that's ridiculous. So we are unlocking vault. Oh, uh, Give us a follow, subscribe on the iTunes, and uh, we are now official. Here's the music. We'll see you later. See ya. <laughs>